Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message, Already in Progress. I tried hard enough. I make you do the same thing. Yeah, it's possible. But you got to understand, I got to put in the same amount of effort and work that they did because we got the same muscles. They just in different states. Come on, y'all. They have bicep muscles. I got bicep muscles. They got quadriceps. I got quadriceps. They just happen to be in different states of condition. Because if I didn't have those things, I wouldn't be able to stand or I wouldn't be able to lift my arm. But they just spent time increasing their ability with the muscles that they have. Does that make sense? So, power is just ability. And I love this. I ran across this. I love this. It says, the only ability God, the only ability God looks for in man, listen to this, is availability. Oh, I love that. The only ability God looks for in man is available. So God says, look, just make yourself available and I'll give you the ability. When we made ourselves available by giving our heart to Jesus, God says, all right, they're available now. Let me, let me put something in them that will help them fulfill some things on my behalf. So he gave us power too. Or he gave us the ability to do some things. Got it? Listen to this. Now authority, oh I love this. Authority is the legal and formal right to a person. Listen to this. Who can take, who can make decisions and give orders and commands to others. Authority is the legal right given to a man to make decisions, give orders and commands. He gave us power over. So he gave us the legal right to speak to all matters of darkness and give it commands. Oh man, shoot. So if you got darkness in any area of your life, you can stand up with your legal right of authority and make some commands and demands and tell darkness what you want it to do. He gave us authority over and he gave us power too. Right, is everybody getting this? Everybody get this? All right, now. Ah, oh, glory to God. So authority, you know, like um, on your job, on your job, Many of us have someone that we have to answer to. Call a supervisor, manager, owner, VP, president, something, right? But you're able to do your job because of the authority that they gave to you. So they gave you authority, the ability to do some things on their behalf make some decisions based upon your level of, uh, level of, of status and level of, of, of position. They gave you authority to do that. 
But don't you know that sometimes as an employee, you can think that you got more ability than the one that gave you the authority. You can say, hey man, I know you, I know you think that way. Because some of us look at our supervisor like, why'd they do it that way? I wouldn't have done it that way. So in other words, what you're saying is, my way would have been better. Or, I could, I, you know, I'm, I, I got more ability than them. Some of y'all question whether, some of y'all question why your supervisor is your supervisor. Am I right about it? Mm-hmm. Well, on. And see, because of our lack of understanding of power and authority, we really short-circuit authority with that thinking. Because you couldn't do what you do unless they gave you authority. Because authority comes from somewhere else. And see, that's the, that's the challenge and that's the danger of pride when it comes to the things of God. So when you walk around and think you can do it outside of God, now you're in pride because now you, you, have, you, have, you, you don't understand that you got your authority or you can do what you do because of what he gave you. So you, you couldn't walk around and command demons and confess the word and get results if he hadn't first given you the authority and the power to do it. Because you would just be absolutely nothing without what he's given you. But thank God he's given us. Oh, come on, y'all. Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. And so the idea is, on your job, somebody got the authority and someone has the power. But it works best when you get them together. So you might just have the power and somebody else has authority. You need to get with the authority and say, how we can do this thing together? Are y'all hearing this? Listen to this. Ooh, this is powerful. Authority comes in the commission, assignment. Listen to this. Power comes through the encounter. Authority comes through the commission, the, the, the assignment. Power comes through the encounter. See, we have authority because of the mission and the assignment that Jesus started in the earth. That's why the Bible says, those that believe on him shall do these things which he did and greater besides, because Jesus was the initiator of expanding the kingdom on earth, and then he, he, he transferred that authority from him to us so that we can continue to establish the kingdom on the earth. So we got authority through the assignment but we get the power through the encounter. Because in other words, we got to spend some time with him to understand what we can do. Now y'all hear what I'm saying? Jesus, Jesus heard, hears that Lazarus died. And Jesus takes his time getting to the tomb. 
Jesus, 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 Lazarus is dead. Lazarus, your boy, your homie, he's dead. How we know they was close? Because the Bible says he wept when he heard that he died. You don't weep just for a complete stranger. You weep for somebody that you know, right? Jesus, Lazarus did. He said, all right. We'll be over there after a while. So Jesus takes his stroll. How many know they didn't have, you know, vehicles and airplanes and helicopters then? So he had to, he had to do it on foot. So he walks and he walks and he walks for days until he arrives at Lazarus, his house. And his sister runs to him and says, Jesus, let me tell you something. If you hadn't been here, my brother wouldn't have died. He says, your brother going to rise again? I know he going to rise again. He going to rise again into the resurrection. Everybody know that. In other words, she just simply said, Jesus, I've been listening to what you've been teaching. I've been listening to what you've been teaching. I've been listening to what you've been teaching. I know he's going to get up in the resurrection. Everybody's going to get up in the resurrection, Jesus. And Jesus says, I am the resurrection. What happened? He knew his position. Jesus, I am the resurrection. You don't hear nothing else from the sister, so I guess she said, all right then. You don't see, you don't hear no more, you don't see no more writings about this. All right then, okay, but if you say so. Jesus, I am the resurrection. So you got to ask yourself this question. What is your confession going to be when you're facing a miracle like that? What are you going to say? Are you going to say who you are or are you going to talk about what you see? So Jesus keeps on and the other sister jumps in. Jesus! In case you ain't heard already, tell you something. If you'd have been here, I can see it now, a little finger. If he had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. He said, show me where he la they laid him. So he walks over there. He says, this way he does. He said, Father, I thank you that you always hear me when I pray. What did he just reveal? He's had an encounter. He's had an encounter with the Father. And he know how to connect with heaven when he need to connect with heaven. Because he had the authority because he declared it in I am the resurrection. But just because he knew he had the authority, he had to do something with it. He said, where you laying? Father, I thank you that you heard me when I pray. They showed him the way he lay. Roll away the stone. Jesus. Jesus, it's been four days, Jesus. Jesus, you're on, Jesus, you, it took you a long time to get here, Jesus. 
Jesus, if we take away that stone, it's going to stink. Isn't it amazing that our answer shows up and we still want to make excuses? Who cares if it was funky in the, in the tomb? The man said, roll away the stone. Roll away the stone. Jesus, it's going to stink. Jesus, it's going to stink. Jesus said, roll away the stone. Jesus stood there, declared his authority. I am the resurrection. Expose his encounter. I thank you that you always hear me when I pray. And this is all Jesus said. Lazarus, come in. All of a sudden, Lazarus come out the grave, still wrapped in grave clothes. So there's only one or two ways he could have got out there. He either hopped out. Because this man, when they wrapped him in grave clothes, it was wrapped from here to toe. There no, was no cracks in that thing. Somebody calleth me. He either hopped out that grave or he levitated out that grave. It don't even matter. What matters is he came out the grave. That boy came out of the grave. Jesus said, loose him and let him go. What happened? Jesus declared his authority. I am the resurrection. We don't need to wait for nothing to happen. I'm it. Then he said, God, I thank you that you always hear me when I pray. In other words, he had an encounter with God enough to know that he had the ability to say, Lazarus, come forth. Some theologians say if he had if he had just said, come forth, the entire cemetery would have emptied out. So he said, Lazarus. Too bad nobody else's name when there was Lazarus. Because my name was Lazarus later. Now I'm like, are you talking to me? Shoot. Just in case. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to figure this out on the outside, but I'm getting up. Y'all know I ain't the only one, boy. All y'all be getting up. If it sounded like your name, you'd be like, ah, shoot. We got to remember, folks, we are praying from a seated place in Christ, right? But listen to this. We're praying from a seated place in Christ with the highest authority, which is the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. Nothing can withstand the power of of the name of Jesus. But see, it's just not being spoken. It's a revelation and a reality that you have to have when you speak the name of Jesus. It is announcing your authority and you can, and you can release the power that's been given you. 
Are you hearing this this morning? Name of Jesus. Glory to God. So now, God has given us the authority, but it's up to us to exercise the power. You, you, you know the story of the Red Sea? God came and saw Moses in the burning bush. I mean, though, many of us would have left if we'd have rolled up on the bush. We'd have seen the bush and be like, this thing been burning for five minutes, but it ain't being consumed. You'd be like, all right, that's all right. Shoot. You'd have called somebody on the cell phone, check this out, check this out. Put this on Facebook Live, Periscope, like, You'd have missed the whole point that this was holy ground. And then the bush started talking. Moses. Moses. Moses like, what? Coming out the bush. God speaking to the bush. Moses. I love that part in the Ten Commandments. Moses. Moses. The ground that you stand on is holy ground. Moses. Don't you, don't, don't you feel, that's a holy moment when you're watching that. You feel the power of the God. He says, Moses. He says, he says, go tell Pharaoh. Send him a message for me. Tell him, let my people go. Notice that God didn't say, Moses, would you please go ask Pharaoh to let my folk go? Please, would, you, would you please... Just tell him, said, please, God said, please, would you let the people go? He says, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Don't ask, go tell them. Moses goes at, Moses first, first of all gives some excuses. God, God, God can't talk. There's no problem, I got somebody to go with you. Go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. So Moses did it. Pharaoh hard-headed, hard-hearted. So God had to allow some things to happen. All of a sudden, he said, get out, get out. Just get, just get out. I can't stand y'all anyway. Get out. So they roll them out. They roll out. Load it. Roll out. Roll out. But the problem was, there was a sea that they reached called the Red Sea. Then, then Pharaoh sat on the throne. He said, now what in the world did I do? I just let all my employees and my labor force leave. Now that means my people got to go to work. Nah, y'all go get them. So they get changed. Y'all know the movie. They only say, ah, Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. So the Israelites sitting there at the Red Sea, and so they probably hear the ground vibrate. Because the whole army of Egypt is just, they, they look like, and they probably look at Moses like, hey, what's up? Moses had an encounter with God. Moses goes to get to himself. All of a sudden, God puts a fire, wall of fire, kind of hold him off a little bit. So he can get it, get everything straight with, with Moses. He said, Moses, I gave you a staff. He said, now I want you to hold that staff, but I want you to lift your hand over the water. 
that you handle the water, the water's going to part. How many know Moses had the authority, but he still had to lift his hand? Because he could have stood there with his hands back. Lord, I wish you would show up. I was Lord Jesus. If they're getting kind of close, God, I can, I can hear them talking. I can hear them talking. They're going to cut our heads. I can hear them. They, they're going to kill us. God, God, come on. He had, the, he had the staff, which represents the word, which is the authority. He had it in his hand, but he also had to exercise power and lift his hand. And when he lifted his hand, the Red Sea parted. Why? Because he possessed authority and he exercised power. See, we're walking around with authority. But in some cases, we're not lifting our hands. Are y'all hearing this? Come on, we're almost done. Y'all can stay with me a couple more minutes. Listen to this. Authority and power working together equals dominion. Authority and power working together equals what? Dominion. In the beginning, God said, let them have dominion over. So in order for us to have dominion over, we got to have authority and ability working together. Y'all got that? Got that? So now, just knowing you have authority, because the word is the authority. The word is authority. You have the word, but now taking the authority and then using it is then will equate to dominion. You understand? All right? Because prayer, listen to this, prayer makes, prayer that makes things happen is based on the word, fueled by the word, and, the, and with the goal, excuse me, with the goal to accomplish the will of God. Go to Psalms 119. This is our last scripture for the day. Y'all all right? Praise God. Psalm 119. Who's getting this? Okay, not enough of you. Because let me try this side over here. Who's getting this? More people on this side getting it than that side over there. I'm just saying, can I come back over here? Is, is anybody getting this? Okay, all right, all right. We're about even now. Look at this. Don't just be listening to what I'm saying. You gotta get you gotta get this you gotta get Revelation. Psalm 119 verse 89 says this. It says, real 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 short psalm, it says, Forever, O Lord, your word stands firm in heaven. Alright? Can you pull that up in a New King James for me? Pull up in New King James as quickly as you can. Because the New King James uses the word that I want you to understand or hear. And that is settled. Uh, it says in New King James, forever, O Lord, your word is settled, settled in heaven. Settled. Back in the day, uh, Dr. Whitney likes, you know, old movies. <clears throat> and she liked the movie with the frontier days. Uh, little, you know, Little House on the Prairie kind of style. Y'all know what I'm talking about. She, she liked those movies. And uh, Bonanza and those kind of things. So she, oh, Lord, Lord, you, you, you calm down, calm down now, calm down. It ain't, it ain't all that. <laughs> so, you know, they'll be on a covered wagon. And, and back in that day, 
they would travel west and they would set up a settlement. You ever heard that word? So the word is settled in heaven. So here's this group of people, families, they're going across and they want to set up a settlement. In other words, they want to find a place to settle. So forever, Lord, your word is settled in heaven, right? And Jesus says that whatever is happening in heaven, God wants to be happening in the earth. So if the word is settled in the heavens, then he also wants that word to be settled where? In the earth. All right? Y'all smart class. But this word settled is used when an army takes a plot of land or territory. It's used when an army takes a plot of land and territory. So now, when we speak God's word in prayer and over our situation or into our situation, the word itself actually seizes territory and recovers it from back from the kingdom of God. Y'all got to see this. Y'all got to see this. So, doctors was able to be uh, present but when you speak and pray the word into a situation, the word comes back and takes it back. Oh my God. So that the word now can have a place to settle where it once was not settled before. Oh, come on now. So in other words, glory to God, prayer is like a battering ram. Uh, Antoine, come here real quickly, please. Get on the drum, real quickly as you can. It, prayer is like a battering ram. You ever seen, you ever seen those forts, those movies with, they had forts and they will bring this big log and they had ropes on the logs and they have a bunch of men and they come up to the gate and they just swing it back and they go, boom, there we go. Oh, Lord Jesus. And then you, you see the door swing a little bit and all of a sudden they go, boom. And then, then the door, uh, the stuff starts falling down and then they swing back, boom. And then they go, boom. And they go, Boom! And all of a sudden, it breaks into what was once restricted from them. Oh, come on, y'all. Amen. See, when you begin to pray the word, and when you begin to exercise your authority and release your power, you just start knocking again. Boom! Some things that got over. Boom! And you just start going out. Boom! And you just keep going. Boom! 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 Just break it! Yeah, glory to God! And you'll just break through those areas that was once kept away from you because you're using the Word of God with your authority to exercise your power to take new territory in Jesus' name. Can y'all shout in this house this morning? I said, can you shout in this house this morning?